JM in the AM Wednesday, Rabbi Ruvi New is with us live via telephone. He is the rabbi of Chabad of East Boca down in Florida. And um, he, we have a Jewish music. We've had him on before. We have a Jewish music angle to this conversation because a couple of months ago, he released a song that is a direct byproduct of uh, giving comfort to those who've suffered uh, through the uh, some of the terrible tragedies of this war. And we'll explain exactly what we mean coming up. Rabbi Ruvi New, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Rabbi Malcolm. Thank you very much. So, thank you so much for having me. This is the week where you're probably seeing a lot of uh, our colleagues from the New York, New Jersey area down in East Boca. Have you noticed that there might be some New Yorkers down in Florida this week? <laughs> Only slightly. It's the Shiva Week in Beijing. Could say that again. Uh, so, <laughs> and with all and with all the places that people are going to, some even shows Israel, believe it or not. But with all the places that people are going to, I don't think anything compares to what you're going through, right? <clears throat> but uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, we see that uh, as part of our shlich is to be able to accommodate people, whether they're locals or whether they're visiting, and uh, whatever time we have with them, give them the best time we can. I hear it, and they're certainly giving you a challenge these days. So I think I was on your trip. Uh, This story that you're about to tell us took place right after the war started. I was on that flight where um, it it felt like I was one of the Chabad Shluchim, frankly, because it was a a group of Shluchim who went immediately, um, Chabad emissaries, who went immediately to Israel to offer comfort, to help out in whatever way possible, to show solidarity, etc., and um, it, it was a pretty impressive journey. I mean, you, you guys did a, a, some amazing things and met some incredible people. And this is where the Sheer Shell Adi, Adi's song, comes from. Tell us what you remember about that trip, and then we'll talk about Adi and her family. So uh, the trip happened very quickly and uh, organically. It was 10 days after Simplistera. And a couple of the Shluchim chats, people started, you know, floating the idea of, uh, you know, making a trip. And um, within within like two days, uh, like about 28 guys signed up, and, you know, a few days later, yeah. we were on a plane, um, packed up whatever supplies um, we could. Um, I actually have a son-in-law on the idea if the unit needed some bunch of tactical uh, equipment, which we were able to procure. Um, we packed up and uh, and off we went. Not you know not entirely sure what we were uh, going to encounter. You know it was all so so soon, and uh, we got we got a very quick reality check as to what's going on there. Uh, within three hours, we were at a kibbutz called Kibbutz Shayim, which is just outside Tel Aviv. The entire kibbutz was taken over by people from Kfar Aza. Uh, they lost dozens of people and many more kidnapped. We came there, and so you know the, the kibbutz is a beautiful, you know, out, it's a hotel also, and outdoors, a large grassy area, and there's uh, you know a whole bunch of people sitting in circles, 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 circles. And if you didn't know any better, you'd look at this and think, wow, beautiful picnic scene, all these different families sitting together. Of course, the chmolos on they're all sitting shiva, one wow. one after the other after the other. It was just, it was, it was just, you know, surreal. <sighs> so we went, you know, from, from family to family, and and heard, you know, just stories of, of, of tragedy and, and miraculous survival. I mean, almost anyone sitting shiva, 
witnessed the person being murdered or, you know, was right outside the safe the safety room. So um, it was just surreal. And, uh, you know, one guy said, I, I said to one guy, um, I said to him, you know, he came, he started, you know, to be together with you and your tzad and your grief and your, and your distress. And he says, Listen, it's very nice. Appreciate it. So I just want you to know, by the way, I'm just, I'm an atheist. He says in Israel, in, uh, in Israel. He says, I want you to know, we don't need you guys to come down and be in a place of tsar. Why not? We need you to lift us up. Cloudy soul needs you to pick us up and, um, and, and give us, you know, hope and inspiration. And uh, that, that really became our, our mandate. <laughs> this, and, and this was the lesson you learned from the atheist, huh? <laughs> The, the, you know, first this is this is, the, this is the classic Yiddish atheist. First of all, he's sitting shiva for his mother, right? <laughs> he's sitting shiva. <laughs> he, she was, he was, of course, murdered. And then he's giving us the marching orders. He's telling you, you have to lift up, close yourself. Unbelievable. So, Unbelievable. You know. Rabbi Ruvi knew is with us live via telephone. By the way, only this week can even slightly compare to the experience that you would describe because obviously – so many families are sitting Shiva in Israel this week, and God knows how many good people are, in fact, traveling all over the place to offer comfort. So is this where you met uh, Adi's family? No. Actually, um, we, we went to the Shamron, and uh, they live in a, in a small town um, in, uh, in the Shamron. And they had, they had just actually just finished uh, getting up from Shiva, and that's where we that's where we met them, and um, just an unbelievable people, people with such and Muna and Bitochen. I mean, this was such a tragic story. That the daughter, um, she actually she was not called up. The father of Rome was called up, um, and in Shmona, she actually wasn't. But she insisted that she wanted to, um, you know, reenlist. So she has she has a lot of uh, experience in, in the field of uh, multimedia, and so they said we're going to send you to Stilot to um, help with the security center there and and uh, the monitors all over Stilot and whatever. And a family friend said he'll take her down and guarantee her safety. And as they're approaching Stilot, um, you know, there's a siren, rocket. They jump out of the vehicle. The rock, he jumps on top of her to protect her. And you know the rocket landed um, right right next to them. Unfortunately, you know shrapnel. Um, oh. She was injured by the shrapnel in, in her head. He he survived, um, and unfortunately she uh, she died. And uh, he uh, the family the, the parents are telling us that he's in the hospital right now, and he's he's telling people he doesn't want to see them. He can't live with himself. But you know he he promised to bring their daughter home safe, oh. and uh, he didn't deliver. And the family, the couple, were telling us, we sent a message back to him that we love him and we know that he did everything that he possibly could and we want to come and hug him and thank him. So, you know, it's just a, a incredible. Like, you know, we, we said, God, we're coming to inspire people. And that the reality is we were so inspired by the Amuna, by the Bitochen, by the resilience, by the... Yeah. By the, the Evil kinds of these people, just yeah. incredible. Well said. Well said. Seems to be the thread that goes through all of these amazing brothers and sisters that we have. Tell me about the song. How did you discover what the song was all about? <clears throat> so, in the course of um, the conversation with the parents, they, you know, they spoke a lot about their daughter. Um, she uh, she had a lot of joy to view. She was a very special girl, 
and they discovered on her computer uh, as they were going through her stuff that uh, she had written a poem. Um, I should multiple poems, but they, they found this one poem that you know jumped out at them because uh, it starts with the words amut which means if I if if it happens one day that I die before my time has come. Oh boy! And um, the poem goes on to it's a message to the parents to to live life and to be happy and to look up at the sky every so often and, and should be coming down at them and uh, to live life in the fullest. And, you know, it is, it, obviously they were blown away that she had, had written, thought of writing something like that and how unfortunately pathetic it, it you know, turned out to be. And, um, and then in passing, they mentioned, you know, she, she died, you know, two days after some Costello. And she and they mentioned that her birthday, you know, she was born on Chavchet Tachshvan, and you know, I heard that 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 plot because that's that's my birthday as well. <laughs> so I I felt some real powerful connection here. So you know, at the end of the day, I couldn't get this this, this idea that she wrote, uh, you know, a poem like that, and um, and I thought, you know, I, I, we got to bring this to the world and um, and turn it into a song. So I got the phone number. I called them the next day. And I asked them permission to, uh, if I could record a song, and they said it would be a tremendous nechama, wow. a comfort. And uh, so I, uh, you know, I called my friend Yitzhi Waldner, and uh, he wrote a beautiful, beautiful um, uh, melody, and you know, had it produced in Israel by uh, Yitzhi Barry, and uh, you know, all worth it when I got the, the email from them, writing how much. They, they love the song and how much Nechamad brought to them. And, uh, you know, for that alone, that you know, that I was able to give them a little bit of Nechamad, a little bit of comfort, uh, you know, it's worth it. Well, we've played this before, but now, now when we play it, it'll have a lot more meaning to say the least. It's called Adi's Song, and it's, um, as you heard, composed by Itzi Waldner. She composed the words before her passing, as Rabbi Ruvi knew just described, and of course, Rabbi Ruvi knew is the uh, vocalist on this brand new selection in memory of Adi, and we'll dedicate it to the memory of all the fallen soldiers, all of our brothers and sisters that have given their lives the ultimate sacrifice during these very difficult times. Uh, Rabbi Ruvi knew is down in uh, East Boca, Chabad of East Boca. You could visit him if you're in the Florida area at any time. And I say to you, Ashikoch, for bringing us this inspiring story. We're going to play the song for everybody right now. And uh, what an amazing way to keep someone's memory alive. I can only imagine how much their family appreciated it. Yes. Thank you, Rav Nochem, for the opportunity. And uh, hope to be able to be singing sing songs of uh, not only Nechama, but songs of true uh, Simcha. We should see the Gula. We should see the Nitzach and the victory. And we should see no more time. No more lost lives. And Amen. Amen. Those words are so much more meaningful these days. Rabbi Ruvi knew song is called Adi's song. Hashir Shal Adi. Here it is at JM in the AM. The 
Okay. 